Welcome to Volunteer Connection, a podcast for Girl Scout volunteers, parents, and Girl Scouts of all ages. I'm your host, Sarah, coming to you from sunny Arizona. This is the first ever podcast of its kind. We're bringing you interviews with Girl Scout volunteers from across the country and even the world conversations with high-achieving girls who set big goals and crushed them, and panel discussions and debates about the latest news and information related to girls and Girl Scouting. All right, so why don't we start with an introduction. Who are you? Where are you from? What council? And how are you involved with Girl Scouts? Okay, um, so my name is Riley Kirk. I'm currently a journalism major at Mercy University. Um, I started Girl Scouts in 2003 as a daisy in Central New York Council. And then I moved to close to Savannah, Georgia. And my parents got me to agree. They, they tricked me into thinking I had a choice um, <laughs> to move to that area with the allure of Girl Scouts. They took me to the birthplace, they showed me all that. Um, so I continued Girl Scouts. I earned my bronze, my silver, my gold. I worked at Girl Scout First Headquarters. I graduated, I'm a lifetime member, and I am currently the founder and president of Mercer University's Campus Scouts, as well as serving on the board of directors for the Girl Scouts of Historic Georgia Council. Wow, okay, that's a lot. So let's start with Campus, campus Scouts. What is that? What do you do? So. One of the, I believe she's a recruiter for the Macon area, Girl Scouts of Historic Georgia, approached me my freshman year and said, I want to start a chapter of Campus Scouts. I know Brunel University has one, University of Georgia. I know that there's one in, I think, Iowa or Idaho. There's a couple chapters across the country. And basically what it is, is it's a group of college kids who want to help the local Girl Scout troops. So either you serve as a camp counselor or help lead a troop, you're a troop leader, you just volunteer on your spare time. So freshman year, I was still adjusting to college, but sophomore year I started, I figured out what I had to do. I started the club. We have our first meeting on November 6th. I have been able to get, um, we have this group called Mercer, which is a group dedicated to service in the Macon community. And I've been able to coordinate with them that we had, we have this thing, we're the Mercer Bears, so we have be a good neighbor. And I coordinated with them and we had people come out to the Girl Scout camp to help uh, put in new flooring and things such as that. So luckily we're already, we have 30 members so far. Wow. And you haven't even had your first meeting. That's amazing. (laughs) Our our first meeting was supposed to be earlier. It was supposed to be in October, but due to the hurricane that came into Macon, we had to cancel it. Yeah. Wow. That sounds incredible. I'm excited to, we should schedule a time to talk in a couple of months and then you can tell us where you've gone with it in that amount of time I'm excited to see where you're able to take it (laughs) okay so next I want to hear about being on the board so tell me about that so one day sophomore year I had the the CEO of our council Sue Ellis calls me and I believe it was early on like a Saturday morning I'm sitting in bed and I was like writing a paper or something and I answer the phone and she says hey Riley how would you feel about being on the board of directors for the council? And I'm thinking, because I, I had been on, um, the COO had a board of girls and young alumni that, alumni that like 
would help make decisions and say like, oh, this is what we wanted or like, you know, talk to her about what we felt the council needed. And so I went, the board of directors of what? Thinking like the board of directors, like I, I've been on the Quest Fest board to help with that and things like that. And she said, the board of directors of our council, I'm sitting on this board where we make, make important decisions and everything. I started on the board at the age of 19. <laughs> so it's just really like, it's one of the best experiences I've ever had in my entire life. And I mean, the fact that I get to help shape our council and help us figure out what we need and what we want to do, because they know that I know how girls feel because I just left. And Mm -hmm. um, it's really amazing that I get to listen to what the girls want and I get to say like, hey, and kind of put in that input. And I mean, it's, it's just one of the most incredible things I've ever done. Truly, Riley, that is incredible. And not only is that great for you know, your life experience, but that's also such a testament to the impression that you left that the CEO would call you up at 19 and invite you (laughs) to step onto that. You should truly be proud. That's really, really incredible. Congratulations. I mean, I've honestly had so many opportunities from Girl Scouts. I want to hear about all of them. So next, let's (laughs) do high awards. So tell me about your gold. So for my gold award, um, I live in Effingham County, Georgia, and there's a preschool there that all the kids live at or below the poverty level. When you're in pre-K, you have to sit in the cafeteria and eat breakfast um, because a lot of the students don't get breakfast at home because of, again, they live below poverty. Mm-hmm. Well, my <laughs> neighbor is a first grade teacher at that school. And one day she was telling me all about it. And she told me how they don't have, they, at the time they didn't have any preschool level books in their library. Mm-hmm. And I'm someone that I grew up that, Every single night my parents would read to me. I mean, I was reading Harry Potter in the first grade. Like, reading is what I loved to do. So I decided to change that because I know that even when a kid doesn't read, if if they have a book read to them, that helps them. That gives them a positive influence. So I collected 225 used books that are now in that library. They're all pre-K level. Great. Um, I coordinated with the National Honor Society at my high school. So every Wednesday morning, someone goes to the school and they read aloud because if the preschoolers see these older kids and they're like, definitely, wow, they're so cool. Like, you know, like I remember being a Daisy and watching the cadets and seniors and be like, they're so cool. They get to use the hot glue gun. Like, wow. Like, you know, <laughs> when kids idolize older kids. Totally. Um, <laughs> and so every single Wednesday, someone comes and reads them aloud during their breakfast. And then I found out about a program called First Books. And because our technical school helps out with the logistics of like moving and shipping and inventory, First mm-hmm. Books donates a portion of books to our school system. And the thing about First Books is that they have to go to students to be kept. Okay. I found out about it and no one was using them. They were just sitting in a warehouse collecting dust. So I coordinated that every single pre-K student at that school gets at least one free book to keep every month. Wow. I finished my gold award and I expanded it to two other pre-Ks in my county. That's awesome. Okay, so how did you work up to that? Like, what was your silver? My silver I did with another girl in my troop. If you look at a can, like a can of soup or canned food, there, it's, it's actually really unhealthy. There's a lot of sodium in it. And mm-hmm. if you eat that all the time, like it's, it's really not good for you. So we decided to make at the Bloomingdale um, Community Center, there was a plot of land behind the visitor center. So we decided that we were going to build a garden there and all of the fresh food would go to the food pantry. And then we thought that the juniors could use it to earn their gardening batch. That one, that time it was like the rainiest summer 
that we had ever seen. My troop leader tried to help us with the gardening. I believe she lost a boot. Oh my um, gosh. I mean, one of one of our plants, I know it just like too much water and it just like drowned and I learned how to garden, but to be honest with you, not every most of the things we planted did not grow the way they were supposed to because of all the rain and the mud and that was interesting and I I mean I learned I learned so much about gardening that now I if it, if it wasn't so rainy I think I could do it again and most of the crops would live but yeah sadly that one we still donated quite a bit of food but it wasn't what we thought just we learned that you know sometimes stuff happens and you can't help it and exactly that's what even, I was just going to say yes even little change. I mean, if you set out to make change in the world and like you don't make the change you intended, but mm-hmm. you still make a little bit of change, that's still better than no change at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, I think it's so great that you're able to identify not only what you learned about the actual skill, but also what you learned from the overall experience. I think that's an awesome story. <laughs> okay, so because we have people who will be listening to this interview that are working with all different levels, how about your bronze? My bronze award was done. Um, this was back before we changed all the badges and everything. So I earned yeah. like the sign of the rainbow and the sign of the star and all of that. Um, so it was a little bit different. But my junior troop did. We went and toured a animal um, hospital and found out that a lot of times there's animals that come in and like they sit in the cage and they don't have blankets and they don't have toys and they just kind of sit there and it, it makes them really scared and everything. So we did a, like, I, I believe it was, there's like a north end of our county and a south end of our county. So across the south end, we did a dog blanket and toy drive. We did it in my neighborhood. We sent out flyers and then we came back like a week later and we picked up all the stuff from the houses and we collected, oh boy, it's been so long. I don't even remember how many. Well, we collected quite a bit of toys and blankets. Like the hospital was overwhelmed with how much we got. That's awesome. So That's great. And it's cool to be able to hear you talk about it now and see the difference in the scope of project at the different grade levels. I think that's something that sometimes volunteers kind of struggle with wrapping their mind around exactly how that looks. So it's great to be able to hear from somebody who completed all these different levels those different scopes of project what is what would you say is one of your favorite memories about being a girl scout so throughout girl scouts unfortunately i was in six different troops because of moving and then there was one troop that just wasn't a good fit and one that kind of ended abruptly because my troop leader um her husband passed away due to cancer and finally in eighth grade i landed in troop 30519 and that troop, like, we still talk every day. We have a group chat. We have one group chat with our leaders in it. We have one group chat that's just the girls. I mean, <laughs> we went to one of my troop, one of the girls that was in my troop got married. And so we were all at her wedding. There's a big group picture of us. Um, that's awesome. I mean, I have it, like, hanging in my dorm. Like, I, I'm looking at it right now. Like, we are actually the Girl Scout sisters. And one of the things that we got to do, we would always run a service unit camp out. So we were known as the service, most of the service unit, like the girls that ran that camp out, but we also were known as the Centennial Honor Guard. And what we would do is at first headquarters, uh, we would take the uniforms off the walls and we would put them on and we'd go and perform flag ceremonies. So, I mean, we performed at the Centennial, we performed like all so many things and we, we just loved it so much. But when we performed at Centennial, they had us in the back room at one point and there was this woman there 
that had been a Girl Scout for like 80 years. And then her daughter was there who had been a Girl Scout for 50 years. And we had also been, they also did like a dance and they did like, if you remember like Ignite mm-hmm. song, how mm-hmm. to dance with it. We, we performed that on stage. And the, the older lady was showing us like bird calls and everything. And then she says, what's that dance that you guys were doing? And there's that dance in Girl Scouts that it's, hey daisies, yeah. Hey daisies, yeah. Show us how you get down. And like, it's a call and response. And then it goes like to brownies all the way up. Mm-hmm. And so we're there and we're showing them. And in walks, the CEO at the time was Ana Maria Chavez. And she walks in the room. <laughs> and I like see her out of the corner of my eye. And we like get to the ambassadors and we stop. And then I go, hey, Miss Chavez. And she turns around and goes, yeah? I go, hey, Miss Chavez. And she realizes it's part of the song. And she like jumps forward to me. And she goes, show us how you, or I say, show us how you get down. And she just starts dancing. Like <laughs> nonstop. And it clicks in my head of, oh my gosh. <laughs> but I mean, she, she was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Two years later, we performed at the CEO conference that was in Savannah that year. And we did the Centennial Honor Guard thing again. And afterwards, we were invited to sit down and have breakfast. And Ms. Chavez said, I'm so sorry, but I have to sit with my bosses. And so instead of sitting with the other CEOs, <laughs> she made them leave the table. And we all sat down and had breakfast with her. With her. And she asked so us our cool. opinions. And she remembered us too. That's so it, a great it story. Was really, like, I mean, we were, we were sitting having breakfast with the CEO of GSUSA. Yeah. Okay. What is one of your proudest moments as a Girl Scout? I got to be in a very unique position, like holding a service unit camp out and then working at Girl Scout First Headquarters. All the time, there were um, girls coming in and out of our program center and everything. Um, And just like seeing girls, like there's one girl that she started volunteering at Girl Scouts at first headquarters. And oh gosh, I feel myself starting to cry. I remember her as like a little brownie. And then growing up, I watched her, you know, she would always be at our campus and everything. And she started volunteering with us, just watching her go from the shy girl who never wanted to give a tour she didn't want to teach programs to now like she has my job at first headquarters like she's there she teaches the kids and just seeing her grow up and seeing how she's transitioned and there was another girl um her name's melissa we had town hall meetings where we would go and we would talk to the ceo and talk to the ceo and i think she was in like sixth grade i don't remember she was she was young and she came up to me and she was like, you're the coolest thing ever. And I want to be just like you. And <laughs> I mean, I've seen her go on to talk in front of crowds. And I mean, like getting to see the girls look up to me. It's, it's such a weird feeling, like, because I'll, I'll give a speech or something. And they'll be like, you're so cool. Like, like I, I want to be just like you. And I'm thinking like, it, it's to see <laughs> my evolution in Girl Scouts and then to see how these girls are looking up to me. Like, there's nothing in life better than that. I agree. Good for you. You are amazing. Okay. So, um, what is one of the coolest adventures or experiences you did with your, uh, well, at any point, any of your troops? Um, in the sixth grade. So in Pooler, Georgia, there's the Mighty Eighth Air Force Museum. And we did a joint program with the Boy Scouts where we went and we had a seven hour training and then we actually got to fly planes. So, like, in Girl Scouts, I got to fly awesome. a Cherokee Piper plane. <laughs> that's really cool. So, absolutely mind-blowing to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, so. what, that's what I think is so beautiful about Girl Scouts is I feel like you find yourself, even as an adult volunteer, you find yourself doing things 
there is no way you ever thought you would do or that take you totally out of your comfort zone and you're just like I'm gonna push myself and then you look back and you're like it's amazing what I can do like I completely credit all of my success to Girl Scouts I mean my mother put me in Girl Scouts because when I was a kid I didn't talk I had two older sisters and I would take them to the cookie jar point and I'd hold up my fingers like three like three cookies and they just give it to me like I never talked um, to the point that like the doctor thought I was deaf and so my mom put me into Girl Scouts now I've spoken in front of 5,000 people I worked as a tour guide I mean like I went from being the shyest kid to now like like I I mean I last summer walked around downtown Savannah in a green tutu no shame I have walked around downtown Savannah as the cowardly lion I mean I like they they can turn to me and they could say, oh my gosh, in five minutes, can you give a speech? And I can just walk on stage and give a speech to a crowd of people. Like, I owe my entire life to Girl Scouts. Um, the troop that I joined, actually, like, I was bullied a lot in high school. And they were, like, my safe space. This is incredible. Thank you so much for sharing all this with me. I feel like this is emotional for you, but um, <laughs> I, it, it means so much to me and I can't wait to share it with more people. I mean, this is just wonderful. So thanks so much. What's one of the craziest or silliest things, um, memories that you have? Oh my gosh. One of the things that I would do at First Headquarters was teach people how to tie up a burglar with eight inches of rope by the pinkies. <laughs> okay every day in the summer that that's what I would teach to kids um <laughs> I bet they love that when I go on job interviews and they're like so tell me about your previous job experience and I like I start talking about that and they're like what type of programs did you teach I said well you know I taught morse code um I taught like basic first aid I taught how to tie burglars up by the pinkies and one of the strangest skills I have honestly <laughs> my my girl scout sisters and I like we were just little hooligans. I mean, we went to, um, we've been to Washington, D.C., and I mean, we just, we have a good time together. Like, we can make each, each other, like, cry laughing on the ground with, like, just a look at each other. But, I mean, we used to go out in the marsh at Camp Low and just, like, run around. We, we had a frozen night for uh, the younger girls, and my troop leader's husband, actually, we dressed them up as Santa every year. Um, <laughs> Ooh, here's a story. We volunteered at the reindeer run in Savannah. Mm-hmm. And there's a photo of my entire troop with Santa, with Paula Dean, and a pig named Mr. Bacon. That's great. <laughs> All right. If you could talk to the version of you when you were little, let's say the you who put up your fingers instead of talking, um, what would you, what do you wish you could tell yourself? I don't, I don't really know because like, when I was five and I joined Girl Scouts, I mean, I, I was just excited to earn badges. I mean, one of the most exciting things for me was like having so many badges on my vest. I think telling myself that one day I would earn the highest award and my my vest is actually in Girl Scout First Headquarters, like on display. Wow. So I, I think if I, if I showed five-year-old me a picture of my vest and seeing like all the things I've done, I think that that would blow five-year-old me's mind but I think that if in middle school because every year of middle school I was in a different troop the troop that I joined now I remember the first day that I went um in the car before we got there I was like mom like my hopes aren't too high because I I was in some some troops that you know were not girl scouty and like it, it didn't feel like a sisterhood at all like it was very like this is 
one click and this is the other and then there's these girls who don't really belong but if if i told myself like these are the girls that are you're going to be at their wedding you're going to go to each other's graduation parties um you're you're going to be like best friends because i mean i wouldn't have made it through high school without them that's powerful stuff what advice do you have for volunteers who are working with girls in let's say fifth grade and up who are starting to see the clickiness and the self-esteem issues in their own troop? What advice do you have for the volunteers? How can they support girls to help foster that sisterhood? Make them proud to be who they are. Girl Scouts is a group that if you're, if you're a Girl Scout and you really love Girl Scouts, like you'll be so proud. Like I have one of the Girl Scout shirts we have at first headquarters on the back of it. It says still a Girl Scout. And it's meant for alumni. But I see a lot of older girls buying it. It gets harder once you're older because I've been at cookie booths where I've had like my vest on and everything. And they say, where's the Girl Scout? And like they don't know that older girls can be Girl Scouts. So what I say to them is, first off, you have your voice. You have to use it. Juliet Gordon-Lowe used to always, her troop leaders used to say, what do we do with the girls? And Juliet would say, well, what do the girls want to do? You're supposed to do what the girls want to do. So tell your troop leaders what you want to do. Because if, if you're not happy with the programs that you're doing, no one's going to know unless you use your voice and you turn around and you tell your troop leader, I want to learn how to do this. I want to learn how to rock climb. I want to learn, you know, and definitely utilize the older girls. Have them come in and show, this is what you, if you earn your gold award, you can go to college, you can get scholarships. Like utilize the older girls who have stayed with Girl Scouts and gone far and turn around and show that, you can accomplish this. You can earn this badge. You could go on a destination trip. Show that to the parents as well. Because a lot of parents don't know about the Gold Award. They don't know about the college scholarships. I mean, so many people know Eagle Scout. They know somewhat. I'm sure that every single person in America knows an Eagle Scout. I'm not sure that even half of the people in America know what the Gold Award is. So definitely, if you earn your Gold Award, if you earn your Silver, if Anything you do in Girl Scouts, like scream it from the rooftop, let people know all the awesome things. Let people know that we're more than cookies, that we're, you know, I always say that there's the khaki girls and the khaki girls are never known. When you get older, I mean, you, you've got to show people that we're still here. We've been here for over a hundred years and we're still out there doing awesome things and changing the world. What advice would you give someone who's considering volunteering for Girl Scouts? I would say that probably at first it's going to be very overwhelming. I have been told that sometimes Girl Scouts seems like a cult. It's not. It's a big giant family. Um, If you want to volunteer with Girl Scouts, you can volunteer as little or as much time as you want. You can do anything. If you don't like children, that's perfectly fine. You can volunteer writing grants. And I mean, I believe that Girl Scouts is for everyone. If you want to volunteer in any capacity, you can and you should because you're, you're empowering the, the future women of America. I mean, you're helping to build girls of courage, confidence, and character who make the world a better place. And why wouldn't you want to do that? So I know it seems overwhelming at first, especially when you see all these girls and they're all looking at you and they're probably very loud because Girl Scout troops seem to be very loud. But so long as you want to make a change and you want to help them, the girls are going to love you even as a volunteer, to see that you're helping a girl, to see that you're helping her out of her shell. One time I was at a meeting, this was my freshman year of college, they lined up all these girls to do like a ceremony, like a little speech. Each one said a little thing and then they passed the microphone back. And there was a girl there who, 
she was so shy and she had never spoken in public and she just started crying. And I went up there and I knelt down next to her. I said, all right, we'll do it together. And so the first time we did it together, the second time we did it together. And then I said, all right, this time it's going to be you. They love you no matter what. They want to see you succeed. They want to see you be able to talk on your own. And the third time, the girl managed to talk on her own. Just seeing that I could help someone, I could help a girl find her voice. Like, if you volunteer with Girl Scouts, when you see that, when you see the change, however small, however big, it is the best feeling in the entire world. Listen, you are a phenomenal human being, and I just want you to know that, hear me, and um, don't ever lose that flame, that spark <laughs> that you've got going for you, because the things you've already done are tenfold to what a lot of people are able to accomplish in a lifetime. Just don't lose that momentum. You are amazing. And I'm so, so grateful that you spent a couple minutes with me today to record this. And um, I can't wait to share it. Find us online, www.girlscoutpodcast.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Girl Scout Podcast. And even Instagram at Girl Scout Podcast. Are you or is someone you know interested in being on the show? We'd love to have you. Go to our Facebook page to learn more about how. Facebook.com slash Girl Scout Podcast. This show and the entirety of its online presence is in no way affiliated with or endorsed by GSUSA. This podcast was completely created and developed by volunteers and girls. Don't forget to hit subscribe. We have a ton of great content coming soon.